I'm on my own, broken alone. I feel the rain crashing down. All around this empty town, I'm searching for the lost and found. But you don't care, you're unaware. Keep moving like the scars aren't even there. It's in the air, like a blazing flare. DMV. Welcome to episode one, the first ever episode here of Chirpin' DMV. It is Tuesday, April 16th. Um, recording for the first time, like I said, introductory episode. We're going to try to keep it short, keep it sweet, uh, kind of go over what our plan is, what we uh, intend to do uh, with this whole setup. And we hope to get this out either Thursday or Friday this week um, to keep everything we're talking about relevant, um, keep the stats uh, kind of close to home here. And then, um, yeah, hopefully as we get along the road here, we will get better at this and quality will go up and the production and turnaround time will go up so that you're getting it uh, day of, next day, that type of thing. So I guess we'll just go ahead and introduce everybody first. So we have our producer, Brando. Brando, say what's up. What's up, everybody? We have Kyle Powers here. Hey, how's it doing, boys? Alex Brumsham. What's up? A.K.A. Brun over here, Brun Blogs. Brun Blogs, A.B., you name it. And then myself, Matt Billman, Coach Cheetah, you name it. We got it all. So there's our introduction. Guys, you want to talk a little bit about yourselves for a minute, Kyle, A.B., where you played, what you did, what brought you to hockey and chirping DMV? Um, we started out as a roller hockey players in Calvert County playing in Dunkirk and worked our way up to Bowie starting ice hockey and just went from there, good crew core group of guys that played for a long time all the way into our Bantam years and then we moved on well Kyle's forgetting that uh, I was a local legend in Dunkirk for the Calvert Cobras uh, my apologies yeah a lot of people don't know that about me but I was uh, well roller hockey uh, legendary team turned uh, men's league legendary team yep so yeah we started out with yeah. a ball and then moved to a puck Pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's kind of all kind of all grew up playing together since we were what five, six, seven years old. Um, all went to Bowie, kind of went our separate ways with travel, but all played at Huntingtown uh, together, uh, playing through the high school circuit. So first, let's give you guys kind of a rundown of what Chirpin' DMV is, what our plan is. Talk about the ideas, concepts, goals for the pod, what's to come. Um, so we do have a podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it. Um, we're gonna do once a week, probably. Uh, at least throughout the summer. We're going to start here in the summer season so that by the time the s actual season comes around, uh, we're kind of relevant and can start banking some interviews like that. Our plan is after this uh, episode is to have a couple, in at least one interview, an episode. We've got a three or four in the bank right now. We're, we're talking to local, other local hockey podcasts, local players, local coaches, um, people that are around hockey in the area. Um, guys that run blogs like that type of stuff. So we have some good ones that are banked right now, and we have some very good ones scheduled and planned to come out with a couple guys that played in the area, went on to play juniors, went on to play NCAA D1, went on to play pros overseas, that type of stuff. Um, we got some blogs coming out. We have a blog site. Go to www.chirpindmv.com. Kyle, what are you going to be doing on that blog there, buddy? 
What's that, sir? What's that? What are you going to be doing on that blog there? What are you going to be focusing on? What can what can the I people mean, look for when thing, they see KP blogs? Is I, I want to get people to kind of hear stories that people growing up in the DMV and went on and played hockey somewhere like when you're growing up usually you got to think you got to move away from the area and you, I want to kind of show young kids growing up like what it was like playing in the DMV get some other guys input on it and uh how the game is evolved in the area and people that really are influencers and really helped it out I just want to bring that on to like a platform like this for kids in the area all right, then we got AB. He's going to be doing some a lot of ho NHL type stuff, a lot of Caps type stuff, and the Bruns Barn Burners. So give us a little bit of that. Yep, uh, I'll be going to some away rinks hopefully next year. Uh, already got to a couple this year. Uh, I'll be giving like some reviews, basically on uh, on the uh, stadiums and like the atmosphere there and stuff like that. And I'll just be focusing on pretty much NHL for the uh, my blogs. I don't know, get your hot takes out there, anything like that, I don't know. Yeah, and then I'll be doing a lot of the um, youth hockey around here, so some prep league, some Maryland High School League, the Northern Virginia High School League, club hockey roundups. I'll have some coaches corner. I'll put up some drills of the week. I do coach. I am a coach at St. Mary's Riken High School, defending MAPHLA Division Champs, oh, WCAC Metro Division Champs. So... As we get better, and like I said, once next season hits, we'll start coming out with some video podcasts and video interviews. Um, depending on the week, we'll find a relevant team, a relevant coach. If somebody's hot, we'll try to get them on and talk about what their team's going through at the moment. Um, we have some cool video segments planned, some Friday night hype we're thinking about doing where it's we're going to have some video content out for some serious student sections up on big-time Friday night games in the MSHL, NVSHL, MAPHL, you name it. So that's kind of the rundown here. So the rest of the time, we'll kind of touch on everything that we plan to do in the future. But this will just be a brief overview so because we don't want to keep you too long here on this first episode. So a little, ho little local hockey roundup. Uh, we'll talk about the two teams that were just out in St. Louis for the America Showcase. We had Team D.C. 3-1 and one overall, beat Arizona 4-3 in overtime, beat San Diego 4 to nothing, and beat Washington 3-1. to one. Made a quarterfinal appearance, but lost to Illinois 2-7. to seven. So... Great showing from them. Uh, tough way to end it, but maybe next week we'll try to reach out to Scott Lowe, the assistant GM there, and you know talk about specifics, details, how the team gets formed, what the format is, uh, what the what the objective is of it. Maybe see if we can get Coach Ben Hammock on too. And then we also had Team Maryland, who went one and three overall, lost to California, uh, two to twenty-one. Tampa Bay zero to one, and Wisconsin zero to twelve, but they beat Utah there five to two. So. We'll see how that goes next year. Like I said, we'll see if we can get some part of somebody part of that uh, organization on, too. A um, couple quick things, too. we got the Pace Hockey Camp going on right now, uh, run by former NHL and D1 national champ coach Frank Anzalone. I believe that's how it is. And then we have a new club team in the area, the Maryland Junior Black Bears. Uh, kicking it off, they're affiliated with, uh, obviously, the Maryland Black Bears uh, NAHL, NAHL team here in the area. Um, We'll start paying a little bit more attention into that, but I know there's a podcast out there. It is, do you know the name of that podcast? That, but that guy covers pretty much everything, Maryland Black Bear, so he will be your source to um, all of that. So got through a little bit of that, so now we're going to kind of get into the juices, what our plan is to talk to you right now because we are in the middle of the playoffs and we are all big Caps fans. So let's do a little Caps round one recap here. Yeah, here um, we go, let's, boys. Let's do a little bit of this first. Let's talk about the first two games. Games one and two, so two wins by the Caps, 4-2 in game one, 4-3 in overtime in game two. What did we see in the first two games? Uh, game one, you know, I noticed I didn't 
think that Carolina was that fast at first, but they have a hard four check. They're resilient as fuck. Yeah, five on five. I think we're struggling a little bit of that right now. Yeah, it's it's they're just they're hounds. They're hounds on the puck, man. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. it's really. I mean, but it's helping us because we're, well, we're getting a lot of power plays. But our, and it's our making our really D play sloppy. We have a lot of turnovers from behind our own net oh where we're just God. like flicking the puck up the ice. Like, yep. what the hell we're doing? They're just in a lot. I saw in game one, which was they're just ringing around the boards. Not ideal. Well, boys, boys, let me ask you, what what is something you think is the biggest thing we need to change, Bill? And what about you? What's the biggest thing that needs to change going into game uh, four here? Get Michael Kempton new legs so he can play. <laughs> yeah, That's for sure. Possible. That'd be the best. I mean, we've been outshot in every game, but game two, I believe it is. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people talk about that. Like Carolina just, oh, they get a hell of a ton of shots, but a not a lot are quality. Yeah, it's like they said, they don't have great goal scorers, so a lot of their stuff is hit the blue line and just kind of fucking toss it on net and just hound the net, try to get a couple rebounds. So a lot of them are kicking away easy, and it's kind yeah. of skewing the shots. But I'm all about the quality over quantity. I'm not too worried about the number of shots they're getting but like we are not even breaking 20 shots a game at this point it no, feels yeah, like game one we had 18 game two 33 game three 18 again so we've had 18 twice in three games yeah what, what about changing up the lines what are you boys thinking about that i think we should get ovechkin kuznetsov wilson back together and put backstrom back down the well, second line with that Oshie and that Brown. will kind of that will hit on once we talk about game three but like i said there's a lot to talk about in game three but kind of want to hit uh these first two games first so like i said game one uh four two win thought we controlled that entire game even though we played not great so I was like, all right, if we can play our worst game of the series and still get out of it with a win, yeah, well, with a comfortable we'll win too. Yeah, like, we up three nothing, and then yeah, it really got a little worried. close, but got out of there. And then, like I said, game two, a little close as well, but felt great the entire time. Um, went to overtime, got that quick Brooks Orbit goal, and then yeah, still didn't think we played great. We're yeah, we're we're scoring the first goal, so we're getting that early lead. So has that been all three games? First team to score wins. Yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. They they didn't lead until so that, that's last huge, night. They that didn't lead goal. until game yeah. three. That confidence, like so, put, we can play with the lead. We're good. I mean, we've been the Caps have been doing that for yeah. what two years? Three How about years that now? pass uh, from Kuznetsov the other night in overtime? Oh my God, that was some sweet, out that was sweet sauce right the there. The guy without the stick and oh yeah, that great was, pass. That was lunar right there, man. Great pass. So yeah, didn't didn't love how we played in the first two games, but obviously got up two nothing. So I was like, ah, we should be all right. Yeah, this is not going to be that big of a deal. And then last night we played. Or in game three, I should say, we played our worst game in probably how many years? Uh, well, <laughs> how many years? We were, Holy we were playing pretty bad during that, what, seven-game losing streak right before the All-Star break? Yeah. It looked exactly like that, I yeah. thought. I mean, chaos. first, well, yeah. first, first, what was it, five, six minutes, it was kind of controlled by us. First yeah. line was absurdly yeah. good. I was like, oh, man. And then I think once Ovechkin got in that fight, everything went downhill Ooh. for us. Speak about that fight. What do you Everything Ooh. went downhill for us after that fight, I thought. Um, you can see it in the stats. A lot stats. of drama going on with that fight still. Else. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get over that first. So, Ovi kind of murdered Sveshnikov there. Yeah, uh, uh, and not <laughs> Sveshnikov's like, I don't. His friends or family or something are they're putting out a hit on Ovi now. Yeah, they're all and rushing. you have everyone online kind of being like, oh, Ovi should be suspended. This is Carolina Hurricanes. Even Brendan Moore chirping and yeah so we had there. yeah brendan moore's quote was uh <laughs> brendan <Moore. laughs> some glitches and we just had a little cut out of our audio there so we're back uh brendan moore's quote like i said or what, what we were on is one guy's glove comes off way first and that's Ovi, not our guy so it's a little bit frustrating because he got hurt it's his first fight he's played 90 games he's never fought in his life and i'm pretty sure Ovi knew that so that stuff bothers me 
I mean, mean did yeah. he did he not see Svechnikov like slash him first and then cross check him? Well, it takes him what 10, 15 seconds of talking to each other. Like, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Just giving him the head uh, nod. Like, I you want to go? Ovi, Ovi go? even said that yeah, he yeah, said, "Let's, let's do go. It. Let's do it." And then there's a couple people. Oh, well, Ovi dropped his gloves and got three punches in before Svechnikov even got one punch in or his gloves off. And false. This is coming. Yeah, this is coming from Rod Brendamore, who's Hall of Famer, correct? I believe Hall of Fame player, but um, and he played in the fucking '90s and like early 2000s. Like that happened every fucking game, and now he's like, I don't know. It's it, it's soft. Well, you're seeing his coaching style now. It's soft. Uh, kind of come out in the playoffs in the past two games. We've had two kind of temper tantrums being thrown on the bench now by him. I'm the first. I didn't completely blame him for that first one. I mean, that was. I thought it was. It was a little chintzy call. It shouldn't have been five minutes for sure, but that yeah, I, like like you said, this second one, like you gotta. I'm yeah. I mean, no, 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 nothing wrong with that fight. I didn't think. No. Don't think we should have done it whatsoever because nah. once it happened, everything went downhill. That's uh, what that I first time was playing so well. I didn't like it that like, OV's getting in a fight, taking him out, taking himself out for five minutes. And yeah, that, we that get that a we get a power play within yeah. that five and minutes. It, blo yeah. it blows up on the internet. Obviously, <laughs> you had the UFC quotes. Speaking about say, that, you power know what play. they say: precision beats power and timing beats speed. And then replied to by Conor McGregor being like, "Congrats, it would be a proper Russian. Great to meet <laughs> you in Moscow, big man. See you again soon. They can run, but they can't hide." Um, so that was all good stuff. Uh, cool to see it kind of blow up, kind of everywhere. Uh, all over Twitter and the internet and just kind of get everybody's reaction that was not just Caps fans or Carolina fans and to see everybody kind of on Ovi's side. Speaking of that, Carolina fans, clueless. That They might be clueless, but that barn was loud as fuck. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was insane. I was well, even like listening to Alan May and all them talk about yeah. like, oh, my God, this is like crazier in Vegas and everything well, last year. It's been, what, 10 years? Yeah. and yeah. I, 10 years. Well, you can see that, too, like with some of the replies on Twitter, too. It's like, ah, oh, come on, use your brains here. Right? Yeah. But I, I don't know. I was impressed with that with that barn. At first, I was like, I can't even hear them. And then that fight, and they got the lead, and they they were, I, I felt I felt like they were standing up and like just cheering the entire last like seven eight minutes of the game. Yeah, it was definitely raucous. So the biggest thing that I kind of didn't like was we went what twenty plus minutes with about two shots on goal and none for a while there, and we did not make a single change to either line no. or yeah. any of the lines. And a lot of people saying. say, we oh, you don't need to change up, up lines. You don't. You can go right back to him next game, but Christ, if you've got two shots in 20 plus minutes, something's not working. You yeah. gotta switch something up. Something's who's playing change. well? Who's not playing great? I thought Connolly was awful. Yeah. I thought Burakovsky went on the ice was great, uh, especially on the boards. It and in felt the like he only had like three minutes of ice time, and well, he still well, was out there. Like whenever he was out there, he was he was pretty fast. He had he had good handle of the puck, which he like when he's not playing with confidence, he has no handle of the puck. Yeah, I mean, just one shift uh, in general I saw was he picked it up on the left side, came behind the boards, came to a little stop and turn, snuck in, yeah. and got a shot off, and I was like, that was incredible. Yeah, that's, that's kind of that's what we need. That stop and start, goal. I've never actually seen him do that before. I was like, wow, that was impressive. Yeah, so shots by line, uh, if you want to hear that. So first line had eight shots, second line three shots, third line zero, fourth line one, and six by the D. Um, so absolutely nothing out of that third line, and yeah. that was the line that was changed coming into this game. They switched Haglin. And um, Vrana. Uh, Vrana, yeah. So to try to get Vrana going because he hadn't done much. You know, I think he only had two shots on goal in game two. Try to get speed back up there. But do you think they should have changed lines throughout that game? Like, 
Yeah, I, I think something's need to change, but real quick, let me touch on Haglin. Wow, that <laughs> guy, boy, buddy. that guy in the playoffs, he flies out there. That's your guy. He just chaos, chaos, chaos. And any line you put him on, yeah, I think he's gonna, he's he, gonna. He didn't have good. the balls to buy his jersey at the last game. Oh, oh man, on, buddy. that's a tough one. I don't know if we're gonna have the money to resign him. That guy's, he's a star, and he's gonna get a big ticket after this. Uh, this postseason, dude, he's he's a puck hound too. He plays exactly like how Carolina plays, yeah, like on that four check that speed. Oh yeah, like and we need more of that. He, can that up, he can make up for it if he makes something dumb with his speed. Yep. Yeah, and that third line was so good throughout the regular season, with or towards that back end of the season with him, um, Connolly and Lars Eller. Yeah, they were yeah, rolling, like, dude. This is incredible. And you know, you had Connolly having a career year in goals. It's just like, all right, how is these? How have these guys done? Absolutely nothing here in this series, let alone the third game. So kind of switch something up. We have switched a few things up with them, but like I said, I would have liked to see Connolly probably drop to that fourth line last game and get Burkowski up there and just try to get shots on goal. Because even late in the third, we're getting pucks to the point when we're finally pushing right there in those first couple minutes of the third period, we're getting, but we're not getting shots off. Like yeah. You realize how many shots we have, but we're still trying to, oh, there's somebody coming at me. Do I force it through the lane? I mean, yeah. maybe in that case, when you're down 3 nothing already, force it, see what the hell happens. It, it just seemed like... To me, it just seemed like we didn't find, we couldn't find a breakout at all, and they just kept bringing it around the boards. And Carolina was, they had, I mean, I think Alan May like said it during the game. They have like two or three guys along the boards to stop that puck. So if it gets by two guys, I mean, yeah, unless we're tape to tape breaking out, yeah, we are fucking done. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we're yeah. stuck in our zone for minutes on minutes like, on minutes at a time. If you don't get a shot within like si like sixteen minutes. Like you, uh, 16 minutes span, you don't get a shot. Like you got to change up the be the breakout or something. Like, you got to do something. And the they biggest, were hemming us in. The biggest the thing time. I'm hating still, which I've hated for months now, is that damn slingshot on our power play. Oh, oh my, my god, that oh is the worst god. thing in the entire world. Don't we, get me And we just pound it and pound it and pound it. It's like, what the hell are we doing? Honestly, my favorite, the the, the best break in that I, I feel like they've had is where I get it up to Ovi on the left side there, and he just wraps it, wraps it, wraps it, wraps it around the boards. Kuzi's usually first one to it, yeah. behind the net, lifts lifts that foot up. But ties up the guy and it just comes right around the backstrom. They flick it to Carlson yeah. and it's we're, boom, we're set up. But yep. we keep doing this slingshot where it's like, oh, let's just drop it back to Kuzi. Try to skate through the congested neutral zone here and dude, and maybe everyone dump it in and everyone sees it coming. And Carlson still does it so nonchalantly. I think he's done it where like, where there was a couple of mix-ups last night where it was poked away by a Carolina guy yeah. and what was it? What turns into was a breakaway? Where sometimes. it turned into like a breakaway from oh he did it. He's done it like four or five times this year where it turns into a sh shorthanded goal. I feel like yeah, like it's ridiculous. We need to dump it in, get get the possession, so, get going. Obviously, not a great first three games. I don't think kind of lucky to be up uh, two to one last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty bad. I think believe last time they were shut in the playoffs was Game Seven, 2017 versus the Pens. Um, so hopefully you can kind of turn that around and just. Beat the hell out of them Thursday night, and then come back here Game Five and just kind of yeah, they definitely got to get going. They got do the same thing again because you can't go sloppy without this going six or seven. And if you do escape this series and you come into that Islander series uh, playing sloppy, Barry Trotz is gonna bury us. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's not gonna be good. Oh yeah. Wait, so you're calling the uh, the Islanders? I mean, series yeah, already? we'll get to that here in a minute, but right, well, we'll yeah, wait for next your, segment. But that's but, uh, so we'll, we'll, last thing we'll touch on here. Move. Last thing we'll touch on here with the Caps is I guess. Uh, Kind of what everybody thinks the biggest hole is right now. What do we need to get fixed? For what? Biggest so hole. Biggest hole right now. What do we? What do, what do we oh, think I've, we need? Like you said, uh, break. Up? I, uh, I think the breakout we need uh, to get fixed. Like I think that's the most important thing. I mean, they're hemming us in. Like I said, for 
it feels like five, six minutes at a time. We can't get out of our own end. Yeah, just not with possession at least. Kind of what I'm thinking is overall sloppiness um, on the back end. I mean, you see a lot of these pucks where we're going D to D, and just how many times we've just kind of flicked that puck in front of the net, or it turns it over right there behind behind the crease or anything like that. And like I said, it goes back to uh, having a nice puck handling um, company, smart well, off the boards. So they're um everything. So they're talking about some other NHL series though. How about that Boston Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll kind of get into that now. We'll go into the other NHL playoffs. We'll kind of go into round 1. Uh, I know a lot of them are kind of halfway through right now, so we'll just kind of touch on each one and then we'll give our predictions for the rest of the first round and then as the series progress, we'll give our predictions the rest of the way out. So yeah, we'll start Boston Toronto. Toronto win last night up 2 to 1 on Boston, but Kadri out for the remainder of the series. That guy is the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got suspended in that series last year and then the year before. Yeah. He did the same he played him. I don't know how you don't. When he's suspended for hitting Obi on that He can't control knee. himself, can't control his emotions, heat of the heat of the playoffs. I don't know how he's like I hate that they gave him the suspension of just for this series. Like, I think they should put a number on it. That's just me because, I mean, Wilson does that. He's he's done for a full season maybe. Yeah, he's, he's gone all <laughs> 40 next, games yeah. or next season. Yeah, that's very and true. And Kadri's had, what, three or four suspensions yeah, already? Yeah, definitely repeat offender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's just yeah. me. So, with that, I kind of predict Boston to win that in seven. Get out of there in seven. I think that the Kadri absence will end up hurting Toronto. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people say Toronto will probably pull it out this year, but I would agree. I do like Boston um, in that series to finish that up at seven. It's weird. They've they've been kind of inconsistent in this series a little bit. Um, I mean, game one, Toronto kind of controlled it. Game two, Boston could have won 8-1 without if uh, Toronto didn't stand – or the Toronto goalie, Frederick Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, if he didn't stand on his head. And then last game, I mean, first game back in Toronto, that home crowd is going to – it's going to affect Boston a little bit, but I think they'll bounce back game four, tie it up, bring it back home, get the 3-2 lead, and we'll see what happens from there maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Toronto in seven. I think they're just going to pull it out, all those young guys. They're just hungry. And Tavares didn't come there for uh, for no reason. He came there for one reason only, and that's to get to a cup. Yeah. So I, I think they're going to pull it out in seven. I agree, but I, th- I just think Boston has – the better they're definitely a, they better a better all team. team yeah they have a better team to play, play with Mitch Marner even last night blocking those yeah. two shots into the, the game he's gonna get the boys rolling and dude that kid's gonna yeah. get paid so we all yeah. kind of think we all have a general consensus that consensus that that will go seven uh yeah, next yeah. one uh surprising one Columbus three Tampa Bay zero. Oh my god wow yeah um, never saw that coming find me a hill to die on I don't know yeah. if anyone follows me on Twitter but I'm yeah, saying he's he gonna die on the hill that Tampa in five on that one. Oh, um, and been then dying b- on uh, multiple hills yeah. from his uh, Twitter. He called game six. Which one? Which he, was he on? Did all the Tampa ones? He oh yeah, on, he oh, died yeah, on yeah. a Tampa so hill. The one a I, I, I kind of see that one ending up. I feel like Columbus will, will obviously win that one, but it'll take him yeah, six. I, don't, I, don't I think it'll see take how six. they're gonna. I think they got to win one out six. of three. Yeah, but I think I still think it'll take him at least six. One thing from that series though, Bolts in seven. Saying it wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Find, find me a hill to die That's on. A huge <laughs> comeback. Huge comeback. Whoever's controlling Columbus's music in that arena has got to chill out. They're just blasting music, and it is so obnoxiously loud. Dude, I, just, I haven't I even noticed that. I'm not so loud. No point. It is. It's like weird mixes of like uh, like EDM songs over like rap songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense, and right. it is ridiculously loud. So oh, and then our other three O series: Islanders three, Pitt zero, Crosby uh, not a point in three games. Yeah, Matt Murray, that glove still looking shaky. He has not been good at all. Um, the kind of way I see that one going is Islanders put in five. I think Pitt will steal one. Wow. Pitt will steal one probably tonight. I think. Uh, get that last home game. They'll play. They'll 
you, I don't think I don't see that team getting swept. Yeah, we'll, I we'll don't steal one, and no the Islanders will, Islanders will just pound them at home. Crosby's too good, as much as many people don't like him, but. Crosby, Malkin, they're going to shift it up, maybe get one, two games. But I, don't, I you, think Barry Trotz is going to bury the pins two years in a row. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. 100%. I mean, Malkin, he's just and then bury us too emotional. <laughs> he's too emotional in these games. Yeah, it's some, sometimes that's too. what helps him in the playoffs, and he brings that other hard drive, and he drives hard to the net and gets the puck going. Well, it's it's not working right now, I can tell you that much. He's yeah. he's He's been a no-show. So in the last one, uh, we'll just kind of give our picks. Caps up two to one. I kind of think the Caps get that done at five. Still, uh, we regroup, get the next two wins, um, get out of there, and get ready for the Islanders. Caps in five, huh? Caps um, in five. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. Caps in five. I'm gonna say six on this one, just because that that last game kind of scared the shit out of me. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go with six too. I don't, uh, I don't yeah. think the Caps are gonna win. Uh, scared me in a Thursday good way. I think in Carolina. I think, they I think Carolina's got the momentum right I now. I think that 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 shit kicking last night um, kind of beat the cockiness out of us. I hope it oh, did. Hey, get going. All right, um, let's go over to the West real quick. Uh, Colorado up two one after smoking Calgary last night. Um, I love that series. Can I just say awesome how series, all the Western awesome series are yes. fun to watch? Yes. Any yeah. Western series is love so that fun. Series. The, the, it's the, great. the rookie from UMass comes in, first NHL game, oh, yeah, scores that was a goal. goal. I think he scored yeah. to make it 3 His nothing. parents in the crowd, parents sure. crying. That's Kid's name um, is Kale dreams. McCarr. Is that, yeah. right? is that not millennial enough? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, uh, still think Calgary's a very good team, but I kind of see – well, I do think Calgary will come out of that in seven at least. Calgary in seven. I'll take that on that one. Uh, I'll agree with that, but it, I will want to add this thing for the Avs. It is great to see them back in the playoffs. Dude, yeah, McKinnon awesome having the Avs in the playoffs is awesome. I'm, well, I'm and this playing well in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put this out there. I think McKinnon, top three player in oh, the NHL. Guaranteed. Those, those hands think it's are unreal. Close. He's so fast. Memorizing. He, he blows by defenders and is yeah. making it look easy. Like it's, right. yeah. it's incredible. And that goal, Kale's goal, was all set up from him. I mean, yeah. Noah Hannafin's His backing speed, off. zone entry, everything. Yeah, like he's backing off. He's giving him so much time. Right. And, and then gives Kale the goal. Like So, win last night also by the Predators. They are now up 2-1. to one. I will take Nashville and six in that series. Mm, I'll go – I'm going Nashville and six as well. I don't know. Na I'm going to have to go Nashville and seven just because of the injuries they're having. I yeah, think that's gonna a lot of injuries. that's gonna open up a little bit for uh, Dallas, but we'll see. Overall, Nashville in seven. Um, getting going again tonight. We have the Jets Blue series. Uh, St. Louis up two one. Give me the Blues in seven. Blues in seven. My man Ryan O'Reilly. He's taking the St. Louis Blues somewhere this year, man. I'm I'm gonna go Blues in six. I'm with Kyle on this one. I'm going Blues in six. Bennington. I think he'll he'll bounce back after last game. That kid is a stud. His interview this. Uh, in the middle of the season. Yeah, like yeah. A guy asked awesome. him. Awesome. Do you I feel nervous out that'll there? That'll push the seven, I think, so with Patrick Line heating up and just yeah. the studs they have that's, on the team. That's true. The Jets are always a, yeah. they're a mystery. So last one here, Vegas up two games and one on San Jose. Boo. But give me the Sharks in seven. So I'm, I'm kind of hitting seven on these West Coast conferences because they are way more exciting, way more entertaining. Yeah, that are, that is my uh, least favorite way closer series, than I'm not going to lie. Why? The, I, it's just – I don't know. All the other ones are so much more exciting to watch, and and Vegas, I don't know. They just seem. I gotta a disagree on that. Vegas on has a lot of exciting players, but I do enjoy watching Jumbo Joe, Brett Burns, Eric Carlson. That San Jose team, they're just so fun to watch, and I want to see uh, Jumbo Joe with a shot at it this year. So I'm going Sharks in seven. Knock the Vegas Knights out. We don't want them in. Uh, I'm picking. I'm picking Vegas in six. Honestly, I think they've been looking. 
I think they look a lot better than the Sharks right now. Um, Sharks struggled getting coming into the playoffs. I mean, they had a good first game, but Vegas looks pretty strong, and they've they got some superstars now. They didn't have that uh, last year. Sharks also have some injuries going on. Yep, I can't remember all the names right now. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, but Carl, I, I think Carl, I think Carlson's playing hurt right now too. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but yeah, he was definitely hurt a little for slow. Yeah. yeah, So that that'll do it um, for the introductory episode, episode one of Chirp at DMV. Like we said, it's gonna take some time <laughs> until we get this thing right. Until we give us start a chance, flowing there, boys. Little little oh. easy on the chirping back. All yeah. right little technical difficulties here so follow us on I'm social media guy. at chirping dmv get the chirping with us during caps games um tweet at us tag us uh talk with us um like we mentioned earlier we have tryout season coming up and so a tweet from coach collins here coach flip collins from bishop o'connell a pretty awesome tweet here it says players listen be serious and never quit coaches be honest with every player and parents just relax it's not the end of your child's career sometimes it's a blessing in disguise so keep that in mind as you enter tryout season here towards the end of the month and uh, good luck to everybody out there. And we'll see you next week. We'll have an interview. Uh, we'll drop that on Twitter and let you know who. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to Ooh. the ride. H-Town out. I've been keeping myself so busy.
Pushing myself to the edge, lying in the way. Been testing myself by the worst. I've been pushing my mind to the most. I've been loving the people.